since the Sandbox Fantasy Championship is over or wrapping up tonight. Uh, lots of wins, lots of losses, but since the Sandbox is back. Yep, had to, had to make sure we got a couple episodes in before everyone enjoys their Christmas. Everyone's on break, but we still got to keep you guys up to date so you know we have the impressions coming up. We have a preview of the Christmas games tomorrow. So just facts, and we got the whole group here. What up, Kev? What's going on? Glad to be back with the boys. <laughs> Kev Bailey wants to be here. He's uh, feeling, feeling a little under the weather. so <laughs> yeah, or, or above the weather, depending on how you put it. Yeah. But, Lou, let's hop right into it. Uh, impressive players. Who do you got? I had Tannehill. I know they lost, but uh, biggest game of the year for them, 270 yards, three touchdowns, and he got sacked five times but didn't throw a pick or fumble. So, I mean, he was getting berated all game uh, and was as good as he could have been. It came down to the last throw. Yeah. And uh, that just impressed me. I didn't know if uh, he would play that well. I thought as a team they could play that well, but I didn't know if he could. See, like, the, the Titans really, like, kept it close, too. And I, I, I said, like, before the week had started, uh, I thought the Titans were going to upset the Saints. And they had the opportunity, too. Like I said, it, it was very close. I mean, I think it was the last five minutes of the game where it really came down to them, like, having a turnover. I think it was a fumble or, some, or interception. And that kind of gave it away. So, Tannehill did have a good game. But, you know, I got to ride with my guy, Saquon, having 280 total yards. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, I just, I just don't understand what the Giants are thinking, though. Like, why hide this all the way until week 16 when we play the Redskins? Like, Daniel Jones looked good with five touchdown passes coming back off a sprained ankle. Uh, and, and him and Eli celebrated as such going out. That. I'm sure everybody saw uh, the video with them in the club having a good time. And Shermer got asked some questions about it today, and he, he kind of just said, oh, I, I wish they invited me instead of making it like a big deal. He knows that, that we're a losing team right now, and these guys are just trying to have fun. So Saquon and the Giants definitely made me feel good as the season's coming to a close. But also Kenyon Drake for the yeah. Cardinals. Kev, do you, you have anything you want to add with that? No, that was that was who I was going to say. And, you know, that was just one of the many people that daggered me in my fantasy <laughs> championship this week. Um, no, but a big week by Kenyon Drake. But, I mean, I, I, I honestly liked him even when he was on the Dolphins. I always thought he was good. I mean, the Dolphins were just so bad. It's kind of hard to be a superstar on the Dolphins in yeah. a sense. But I knew, like, if he got the right opportunity, that he would be a solid running back. And he's proven that this year when, since he's been on the Cardinals. And that's kind of a big loss for Seattle, too. I mean, a after they had just capitalized on being like being like having the same record with, with the 49ers, to lose a game like that at home, I mean, I don't even think the Seahawks want home field advantage now. And they lost Chris Carson. They lost C.J. Proceis. They're calling in a retired Marshawn Lynch to try yeah. and carry the load. So – Things aren't looking good in Seattle, even with the MVP. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, Chris Carson's up for the season with that hip injury. But I, so my, my impressive team was uh, Kansas City. I had to say, to go to Chicago um, and just dominate every facet of the game. I mean, yeah. six for 11 on third down, uh, 350 yards of offense, and they only let up, only let up 320, uh, 234. And they had three sacks. I mean, versus a good old line on the road. Um, I'm surprised they didn't force a turnover. But uh, they look great as a whole. I mean, 23-3 to three isn't really um, anything crazy when you look at it like that. But, I mean, the offense was flowing. Uh, they really couldn't stop the Chiefs' offense, like, in any way. Like, Mahomes was slinging it. Yeah. And um, the defense looked great. The pass rush was there. And the corners held up. No, it did. And 
I know I just mentioned Saquon, Daniel Jones with the Giants. They were very impressive. But I got to say, the, the banged-up Eagles with no receivers, a yeah. bunch of hurt running backs. I mean, Casa Wentz toughed it out, and, and they beat the Cowboys at home. I mean, obviously, at home, I don't want to say that they're the favorite, but the Cowboys have the number one offense in the league. Like, that's not a game that they're supposed to lose. I think, I think Jason Garrett definitely has ran out of chances. His job is, is lost if it wasn't already, you know what I mean? Um, and the, they just lost they just lost the playoff spot, so good for, good for the Eagles for rallying around what they had, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Kev, you got an impressive team? Um, yeah, I have a couple. So the first one is, um, and I don't normally do this with teams that lose, but I think the Titans impressed me this week. I mean, I know they lost. It was a 10-point game, but really it was a three-point game for, you know, uh, up until the last couple minutes. And, it just surprised me because I knew the Titans were good, but I, I didn't think they were at that caliber to, you know, be in a game With of such teams. high, you know what I mean, of such – I mean, there was a lot riding on that game on both sides. And just to hang in there with a team like New Orleans, I mean, obviously Michael Thomas broke the record. Like, the Saints yeah, were coming him, Saints were coming in hot. So it was just good to see that, you know, a, a young Ryan Tannehill and, and the Titans could kind of hang in, in, in the game with them. And, my other team is, is the Dolphins, and I know the Dolphins played the Bengals, but still, I mean, it seems like the last few weeks their offense has been coming along. I don't know. They've been putting hey, they up good numbers. They almost blew it, though. Yeah. I know. They really but... almost did it. What was it, 35-3 to three at half? Yeah. And then it ended up being 35-30. They scored, they scored 30, 32 points in, in the fourth in quarter. Just in the fourth. That's yeah. nuts. But That's the, Dolphins, uh, the Dolphins' offense has been coming around the last few weeks, which is surprising. But, no, um, that, all those guys really want to play for right. Flores and – the guys that didn't want to play for Forrest, he shipped out. So it, it does look encouraging, and maybe the Dolphins won't be a joke going forward. Maybe we can have some more considerable talks with, with them as a franchise. But what, what about some disappointment, guys? Teams, plays, anyone want to hop in first? Yeah, um, Seattle, we already talked about it. Um, let Russell Wilson get sacked five times, 400-plus yards on defense allowed, and 253, that was rushing. <laughs> they yeah. ran the ball down your throat for 200 and 53 yards, and then you let up seven penalties. <clears throat> I mean, there's really nothing else that you could say. They just had a terrible game. The O-line wasn't good. The defense was terrible, and they weren't disciplined. Yeah. Uh, and it's just been the story for them at home. They just haven't been able to stop the run, and uh, I really feel bad for the pieces Russell Wilson has to work with. Yeah, no, Seattle definitely didn't, didn't play the type of game I expected, but I honestly have to say Houston was very disappointing. I mean, I thought that game should have been a blowout, especially the way it kind of went, like, the Texans' defense got a lot of turnovers early. They had uh, two picks in, in the first two or three drives, I think it was. One of them was a pick six. And What was that, the first throw? Yeah, yeah, the, that's, that's exactly what I'm saying. And Jameis, Jameis does need to be a little more disciplined with his throws and knows that he can't make those mistakes. But, I mean, he definitely makes up for it. And to only lose that game by three, I mean, that's kind of crazy, honestly. But that, that that's exactly what I'm saying, why, why the Texans were, were so disappointing because – they they got they have to be up two three like scores by the time it's halftime you know what I mean so to keep it close I I'm just not afraid of that team in the playoffs and they they could still lose the division to the Titans next week so we'll we'll just have to see what happens yeah absolutely Kev disappointing team uh Carolina yeah yikes Carolina you know, that was bad. that was that was a bad game I was expecting at least a couple touchdowns out of them I mean I told you guys especially the, other day, the Colts have been banged up but they were healthy this week so 
Well, you were hoping they would lose, though. Carolina looked bad. They smoked them. Like, they yeah. legit smoked them. Like, yeah. it wasn't, I think but they, they did just picks. get rid of their coach playing with their, what, third string quarterback. So, I mean, I can't really say I fault them. Yeah, I, of course, <laughs> Lou, I, I had to go against the Colts defense. And what they had, two special teams touchdowns. The defense led up no touchdowns. Yeah, three three picks and then t- and, uh, two punt returns. Yeah. Neem Hines, two punt returns, yeah. Jacksonville, yes. too. Jacksonville was an ugly game as well. Yeah, Jacksonville definitely was yeah, ugly going to Atlanta. But, but let's hop in with disappointing players. And I'm going to go first. I'll say one specifically, but I kind of want to do something different and, and say a coach that really disappointed me. And, Obviously, I'm going to say Zeke with under 50 uh, rushing yards wasn't a good game, and they're not good. They're not going to win going to Philadelphia like that. But I mean, Jason Garrett, like Lou, you talked about this all, all week. Like um, Dax, Dax shoulder, he he was hurt. He was missing time in practice, and then to go out and throw the ball 40 times. I mean, to not have have a good enough game plan where Zeke can't have a successful uh, rushing day and not be able to neutralize neutralize the the weapons that the Eagles have after they're all banged up and stuff like that. I mean, the the guy's going to lose his job, and I can't see him just getting another job off the bat with, with Jason Garrett. So. Yeah, no, and it's funny because there was a huge play in the fourth quarter where uh, he sat – well, not sat on Mike Cooper. Mike Cooper asked out, I guess, and he let him. I would have been like, dude, what? Yeah. Or even if he didn't, it's even worse if he didn't because if you just took him off the field in, in a crucial situation, like the most crucial situation you have been in, in oh, a non-playoff yeah, yeah. situation in your career. Yeah. And this is what you do? Yeah. And that, <laughs> that, was, and that guy wants $20 million a year. You know what I mean? That's kind of crazy. Yeah, you, you can't be doing that. He, he's just he's just a, a not a good head coach. And my disappointing player, I was Deshaun Watson. I mean, 19 for 32 in a pick and only yeah. 184 yards. I know he had 60-something on the ground. But that Bucks D is horrendous. Yeah, like, you they couldn't have finish. No, yeah, they have no secondary. So, so that definitely was – was not something that that we were expecting to see, but th- this playoff picture definitely gets shaken up a little bit. I mean, we know the teams that that are going to make it in the NFC. Uh, the Rams and Bears are too far behind to to kind of make their way back in it. So all all that's kind of going to get messed up is the seating between San Fran and Seattle and Green Bay and Minnesota tonight. But the AFC, I mean, that six seed is up for grabs between the Steelers, the Titans, and the Raiders. I mean. Obviously, the Raiders have a lot that they need to happen to kind of make that work out for them. But who do you think gets in? Um, obviously, Buffalo's locked in. And then, yeah, I'm going to go Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, even if they lose, I think on points, it might they might still be behind on Houston, depending on how the game goes. Yeah. And then, yeah, they're the team. I think it's definitely them, unless the Steelers – or Raiders pull off a miracle, and I really don't see it. There's no Mason Rudolph for the Steelers, so they'll be playing with Duck Hodges at quarterback. So we'll just have to see how that goes. But, Kev, is there a team that you think might have a better chance of making the playoffs than another? Um, no, I agree with Lou. I think it's going to be, the, the like you said, the Bills are locked up, and I think it's Tennessee as well. Yeah. Um, we talked about that earlier, Steve, me and you. Yeah, no, we did. I but, like Tennessee a lot. Yeah, I mean, t- Tennessee has showed us, like, some some great games. I mean, I'm pretty sure that they beat Kansas City a little bit earlier in the year, and then yeah. and then they they just lose a game that they have to win. I mean, this this past week, the week last week versus Houston, you got to see a team that that wants to kind of get in the right direction and be take the right steps to be a, a better franchise, win big games, and that that's just things we we'll have to see. Like Tannehill definitely earned himself a second chance to 
to be quarterback for the Titans. I think they still might draft somebody, maybe not high, but de- definitely enough. And, and Lou, the Colts, the Colts already came out and said that they're going to be looking for uh, another quarterback. So yeah. Jacoby could be the guy to start the year, but do you think a first-round pick spent on a QB? I hope not. I really do. Because uh, just the way I see it is, I think there's so many good quarterbacks in this this draft, but there's also some really good position players. And if Jerry Judy does fall to us, or another, uh, the kid Lamb, I think it is from uh, from from Clemson, uh-huh. I, I'd rather get a skill position guy because at least at that point you can have a second round pick because we have we have we have the Pittsburgh Steelers second round pick and Washington second round pick. So we, we get a lot of second-round picks. You do some moving around, it, too. The Colts always move around yeah. when it comes to the draft. Like last year, we traded down, and, and it worked out for this year. But, yeah, I'd like to see us get skill positions with the top pick and then draft a quarterback behind Brissett. So, God forbid, he is a fail-safe. Uh, you know what I mean? You have something behind him, and he can yeah. learn and develop. And, and if you're like, oh, you've only sucked $15 million into him. You know sure. what I mean? When guys sure. like Goff and, and Dak are going to get 30, 40. Yeah. Just not, 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 not in a bad spot at all. And, and none of us mentioned it. And I know if we didn't mention it, that, that we would just hear it all. So I must say the Patriots got a good victory over the Buffalo Bills this past week, too. Tom Brady did play well. No, I'm still not sold on the Pats. I'm not buying it. Not either. If they got to go to Baltimore in the playoffs, <laughs> see you later. Baltimore did get banged up, though. We saw Mark Ingram get injured a little bit. Mark fine. Andrews injured a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Lamar got off a little shaky a couple of plays. But I, I think I think they'll just rest next week. I mean, we know week 17, yeah. a, a lot of teams are famous for that. Um, but two weeks off, I mean, if they have the first round by and sit week 17, obviously they're getting healthy. But coming from the hottest team in football, it's going to be tough, no? Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And I think, I think the, the weeks off in the middle hurt the Pats. To be honest, just because um, they're hot—I mean, not hot, but they had gotten on a little bit of a roll. I mean, I'm not crazy impressed by a a slight win versus Buffalo at home. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. You had to stop Cole Beasley. Nah, I know, and that was real tough. <laughs> yeah. And you still lit up some very, very big chunk plays in the secondary, which they have done multiple times this year. They have had—they have struggled with big plays. No, they have. So we'll see. I thought it was a good win, like you said, but yeah, it's going to be an interesting playoff. Yeah, but that wraps it up for. Uh, Week 16 fantasy impressions. It's been a pleasure giving you guys fantasy rankings throughout the year. And we hope you guys had, had good luck uh, listening to our podcast and just kind of using the information that we portray to, to help your lineups and, and win your league. But like I said, that wraps it up for, for football for this week. Merry Christmas to everybody that celebrates Christmas. And make sure you guys are watching a lot of basketball since the Sandbox, baby. Booyah. Happy holidays.